Hi, we're the Sherpa sisters from Malaysia. Azima, Amna, and me, Aisha, hosts of the My English Matters podcast. After spending eight years in the UK as children, we know the importance of mastering a second language. So we created myenglishmatters.com as a platform to help second language learners learn to speak, write, and communicate in English with confidence through our online courses, classes, and live workshops. The My English Matters podcast is an extension of all that we do. It's a place for us to connect with you on a whole new level. You can learn with us while you're on your commute to work, washing the dishes, or picking your kids up from school. So let's get started, shall we? This episode is an audio replay of one of our live sessions on the My English Matters Facebook page. Because it was live and on video, you may hear us make reference to slides, notes, or viewer comments. Hello there, assalamualaikum. I'm Azima from myenglishmatters.com. Today, I want to teach you words and phrases to use to sound polite. So I was at a family meeting, I was at a gathering and some of my friends and family members were telling me that they often have this problem of sounding too direct when they speak, that people misunderstand them. Um, they, don't, they don't really mean to sound too direct, but people misunderstand them as being rude. So... What we're going to do today is look at some words and phrases and uh, grammar terms as well so that you can use them in a polite way, especially when it comes to speaking in a formal context, especially if you're speaking to your elders and your bosses. Hopefully, this lesson will be useful to, uh, to you. So do say hello if you're here with me live. And I would like to thank you for joining me live as well. All right. So let's get started, everybody. Right, so words and phrases to use to sound polite. Let's do this. Okay, now first of all, I would like for you to pay attention to these modal verbs. Right, so modal verbs are verbs like may, could, can, must, will, would, and should. Now, there are other modal verbs, but these are the ones that I would like for you to pay attention because these are the verbs that will help you to, I, to use them correctly in a polite manner. And there are some confusion as well. Is there a difference between using may and can, for example? So we'll take a look at uh, some examples. All right. So let's talk about using may first. Now, may can be used to ask for permission. Can can also be used to ask for permission as well, but it's more informal. And so I would say may is the safer choice. Let's take a look at some uh, examples. So if you are knocking on the door of your boss, for example, your boss's door, you can say, may I come in instead of can I come in? May would sound more polite. Now, let's say you're stuck in a long meeting and you're not really needed. You can say, May I be excused? May I be excused? So look at this word here, the spelling for 
excused, it, you should use the S-E-D form, not may I be excused without the D form, right? So excused, may I be excused. Here's another one. You can ask for permission if you want to borrow your friend's car. May I borrow your car tomorrow? Instead of can I borrow your car tomorrow? Now, again, can is used in, in an informal way. You can use it among friends, of course. But as I said, may is the safer choice for you to use with your superiors, for example. All right. I have another example where you might hear someone use might. So this is extra polite, uh, a very polite way of asking for permission. So you might hear people say, might I just interrupt for a moment? Might I just interrupt for a moment? So might is, sounds really extra polite. So I wouldn't really use this if it's not comfortable, right? Okay. Now let's move on to our next model, could. So we can use could instead of can. Let's take a look at some examples. So could can be used to make a request or to ask for permission politely. Here are some examples. Could you wait a moment? Could you wait a moment? Could you take a message, please? Could you take a message, please? Could you repeat that, please? Could you repeat that, please? Could you explain it again, please? Could you explain this again, please? Right. As I was reading out these phrases, did you notice something? When I said, could you, could you, what I did was to assimilate the sounds D and Y sound. So could you instead of could you. Now, this is the way to say something if you're speaking in a rapid speech, if you're speaking uh, quite fast. So you might hear people say, could you, instead of could you, one by one, right? So it's not wrong. You can try it with me as well if you want to. Could you, could you? But if it's not natural for you, don't do it. But if you like the sound of it, why not? Right, so could you explain this again, please? Could you repeat that, please? Could you, could you? Let's take a look at this example. Could I perhaps make a suggestion? So for this one, I can use could or I can use may. May I perhaps make a suggestion? So in this one, we could use both could or may. And I would like for you to be careful with this one. You can use may with I, like may I, or may we go out, for example. But you wouldn't use may you right? Are you with me? You wouldn't say, may you wait a moment? May you take a message? So you wouldn't use may you. But there's another one that I've just read. This use of may plus you or something. This is called the miracle may in that you are basically sending out a doa. No, you're sending out a prayer. May you live a long and happy life. May you. In that way, you're sending out a prayer. You can do that. But you wouldn't use may you for a request. Instead, use could you, could you. Does that make sense? Okay. All right, let's go. Let's move on to this now. Now, do you remember back in school where you were taught to ask permission to go to the toilet, right? So you have been taught to use 
may I, may I go to the toilet? But as an adult, we don't really have to ask permission to go to the toilet or to relieve yourself, right? So instead, or the most likeliest scenario for you is to ask for the location of the toilet. So I have prepared for you a nice phrase that you can use to ask for the toilet. Here's an example. Excuse me, could you tell me where the toilet is? Could you tell me where the toilet is? Right, could you? Okay, not me, you, obviously. Could you tell me where the toilet is? And in this sense, if it's an emergency, of course, you can't remember to use could you, you can ask a direct question, but make sure that your tone is nice and soft. So you could say, excuse me, where's the toilet? Right? Where's the toilet? Even, you know, sounding a little bit embarrassed in that sense. So that shows a bit of politeness as well. Instead of directly, where's the toilet? And demanding to know where it is. Okay. Now, I do want to add this as well. There are other words for toilet that you might have heard other people use. So let's take a look at some interesting words. Right, so for the to for toilet, you might hear people say loo instead. They might use this word, uh, loo instead, L-O-O. This is an informal and common way of speaking in England, for example, the loo. So it is common, but it's informal. And you can use it among friends, of course, and family. The formal way, and a formal word for that um, toilet can be lavatory in British English, or in American English, same word, but the stress is, uh, um, there's a different way of saying it, excuse me, so it would be lavatory, right, lavatory, so Tory there. But in this case, I don't think anybody really uses the lavatory, that word is too long. They might say lav instead, but even so, it's not very common, okay? A more common way of, of using the word, um, of replacing the word toilet is ladies or gents or even men's room or ladies' room. And in American English, you might hear this more often, especially if you watch a lot of cartoons, American movies, etc. They might use bathroom, right, to mean the toilet or restroom, or even washroom. Okay, sounds more polite. They probably don't use the toilet more because the toilet to them means the actual facility, the seat itself. So that's just a side note because we are talking about words and phrases to use to sound polite. So choose the ones that's polite and acceptable in that particular culture. Okay. Now let's move on to our next set of models. Will and would, will and would. Now, will and would are used to ask questions related to permission and offers. And would is a more polite and indirect form of will. Okay, so that means would is more polite. So you can use um, it to say it like this. You can, you can say it like this. Will you excuse me for a minute? Or would you excuse me for a minute? I need to take this call. Either way is good. Would you like, like, we often hear this, would you like a cup of tea? You might use this to offer somebody as they come into your office. Uh, would you like something to eat? Would you like to come in? You can offer that and you say, would you like, would you like, right? That's a nice 
a phrase as well or would. So you wouldn't use will you like. That would sound odd. Right. Now, if you're making a suggestion, try using would. So I have some examples for you. Would you be willing to? Would you be willing to swap places with me? Change places with me? Would it be better or would it be possible or would it be okay if? So again, we're using would. So here's an example. I can't wait to share my ideas with you. Would now be a good time to talk? Or would it be better for me to email you instead? So would here is used twice to show politeness, right? That's good. Okay, moving on to our last modal, which is should. Should can be used to give advice and make suggestions. Listen to these examples. You should try that new restaurant or you should volunteer next time. So should can be used to soften a, an, an advice, for example, a piece of advice. Instead of saying must, you must try that new restaurant. You must volunteer next time. You must speak up. When you use must, it's more forceful and direct, right? So if you're giving advice, try to soften it with should instead. Unless you're the boss and they've disobeyed you, then therefore you can use must. You might also hear ought to, ought to. This is more formal and less common than should. So ought to as well. If you want to use that, you can, but it's less common. Okay. Now let's talk about phrases now. So sometimes we have a question to ask a person and it's just a simple yes or no question. So all they have to answer is either yes or no. And instead of being direct with our question, we can layer the question with an if phrase. Let's take a look at uh, some examples. Instead of saying, is Hassan coming? Is he coming? Which is okay, it's direct, but it might sound a bit too forceful. You could say, do you have any idea if Hassan is coming? So that entire phrase, that's a really nice one. Do you have any idea if Hassan is coming? It's more polite. Here's another example. Does she live nearby? Instead of does she live nearby? And that person says, yeah, she does live nearby. Oh yeah, she lives nearby. You could say, do you know if? So for example, do you know if she lives nearby? Do you know if she lives nearby? Here is another one, a direct question. Are they from Singapore? You could say instead, I wonder if they're from Singapore. So in this sense, it's not a question, but it is an indirect question. I wonder if they're from Singapore instead of, are they from Singapore? Right? So that's another way as well that you can be polite by using if phrases. There are some more phrases. Let's take a look at some more. I was wondering if, I was wondering if, I'd like to know if, I'd like to know if. So I'd here is shortened for I would, I would like to know if. Could you tell me if, could you tell me if, again that pronunciation of could you, could you or could you, could you tell me if, that you might hear in spoken, uh, in spoken form, could you. All right. 
Now, if you have any questions while we're here live, you can ask questions about using these modal verbs as well. Okay, now, I want to talk about some situations where you might have to deal with a customer or a client coming into your office or your shop, for example, you're working in, in a shop, right? So sometimes we might think that we're being nice and kind by asking them if they need your help, but we end up asking things that sound a bit um, rude. So you could, you might say, what do you want, right? It's a direct translation, Napu, or what are you doing here, right? Or what are you looking at? For example, the customer is looking at um, something. What are you looking at? Even if you smile when you say that, it doesn't come across as polite. What's your problem? Of course, that's terrible. Do you have any problem? Now, avoid all of these direct way of asking if they need help. Instead, use modal verbs with the with question verb in front. So let me give you some better and polite examples. So you can offer your help by saying, how may I help you? Instead of, what do you want? How may I help you? How may I assist you? So help, assist, same thing. How can I be of service? What can I do for you? So can, again, that's a modal verb. What can I do for you? What can I get you? What can I get you? What can I get you? Is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything I can help you with? And once they answer, then you can offer your help again by saying, is there anything else I can help you with? Is there anything else I can help you with? Or Will that be all? Will that be all? So will there is another modal verb that you can use. It's very nice. All right. Okay, so let's take a look at some more words and phrases. So for this one, everybody knows that when we ask a question or we, we, we can use please, of course. So let's take a look at please. Never underestimate the use of pleases. So let's take a look at... Um, a direct question. Sometimes you have to be direct. For example, you want the person to do something. Very simple, like, for example, could you sign here, please? Or could you fill in this form, please? So you could, you could use could there and please at the end. Do not put please at the beginning, though. So it would be uh, wrong to say, please, could you sign here? Now, I'm going to give you two examples of the phrase, could you fill in this form? The alternative is, could you fill out this form? Fill in and fill out. Those are acceptable ways of asking a person to complete a document. You can do that, but not fill up. Right. So be careful with that one. That's a bonus lesson there. Not fill up, but fill in or fill out. Right. Okay. Hope that's clear. Okay. Now, I talked about please. Let's talk about expressing gratitude. Now, of course, when you um, ask somebody to sacrifice something or you ask for their help and they've given you help, then expressing gratitude is the best way for you to express how much you are grateful for their help, etc. So you can say, thank you for making time for me. 
and I appreciate your help. So just like I want to thank you for joining me live and I appreciate it so much. Okay, now I've got a quiz for you. I've got a quiz for you for those who are still watching live. Let's see whether you have learned some things or you've forgotten. We'll see. I've got five sentences and questions as well here, statements, you could say, where you have to choose the most polite modal verb. Now, there are some of them requires two verbs, some two are acceptable. Let me know what the answers are. So let's read out loud. Number one, would, could or will you please open the door for me? Would, could or will you please open the door for me? Which is the most polite? Let me know in the chat. You can answer in the chat before I reveal the answers. Would you or could you or will you please open the door for me? Let me reveal the answer now. It would be, let's see. You can actually use would and you can also use could. Could and would would be the same here. Could you please open the door for me? Would you please open the door for me? All right. So I did say yes, some of them we could do except both. Okay. All right. Let's take a look at number two. Could or can you speak up? We can't hear you. Could you or can you speak up? We can't hear you. The most polite one. For, so for this one, there's only one answer. Let's see. Number two would be, could you speak up? We can't hear you. Could you? Instead of can. Too direct, right? Could you? Even though we use the word we can't hear you. So in this sense, that modal verb can't or can't is the present tense form. So we should not be, could you speak up? We couldn't hear you. That would not be correct. Because I'm talking about the present moment. We can't hear you. Even though we're using could for this particular request. Okay. Number three, the most polite modal verb here. To be healthy, you should exercise regularly. Not you must exercise regularly. That would be too direct. It, it, it's too direct. It's for a parent to their teenage son or daughter, for example. That's all right. Number four, may, could or can I have your attention, please? May, could or can I have your attention, please? Number four, what do you think? Let's see. Right. So actually, there are two options. Two ways you can use uh, use uh, the modal verbs. You can say, may or could I have your attention, please? May I have your attention, please? Could I have your attention, please? I would say it's the same thing here. Both acceptable. And lastly, number five. Will you get me a glass of water, please? Or could you get me a glass of water, please? Number five would be... Let's wait a few seconds. The most polite modal verb here would be, could you get me a glass of water, please? Is an order, yes, but you want to be polite. Could you get me a glass of water? If you say, will you get me a glass of water, please? Just by saying will is a demand, not a request. 
All right. Well done, everybody. Thank you so much for participating. Wonderful. So in today's lesson, we have learned the modal verbs such as may, could, can, must, will, would, and should. I've also taught you some if phrases that you can use instead of the direct question, yes, no question. I also taught you to use please and thank you, of course, and some more phrases for you to use. So I would like for you to think of situations where you need to make requests or ask for information or permission and try to use these phrases. So with that, thank you very much for joining me live today. Don't forget to become our subscriber by joining our email list because there you'll get our weekly tips sent to your email. So go to myenglishmatters.com if you like this lesson. Subscribe to get weekly tips from us. So with that, thank you very much for joining us. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of the My English Matters podcast. Make sure to click the subscribe button on this podcast if you haven't yet. Now, if you'd like to learn even more with us, we have a free training called Speaking with Confidence, where we send seven tips to your email. You'll also get weekly emails with tips and lessons to help you improve your English. Join us at myenglishmatters.com.